Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your podcast covering tactics for creating winning leadership and sustainable winning organizations. Discover more information detailed in their books, Gapology, Imbar, and their newest release, Speed of Purpose. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gapology Radio. We are overwhelmed with the initial response from our two big 2020 announcements, the launch of our third book, Speed of Purpose, and the highly requested launch of Gapology on Audible. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone for the tremendous comments about the launch of these two projects. We worked really hard on them and we're very proud of how they turned out. I'd also like to remind you that we are available for virtual workshops, and we can conduct them in segments over Zoom, Skype, or even conference calls. Feel free to visit us at gapology.org or send an email to contact at gapology.org for more information. But today we're continuing our conversation on speed of purpose. Let's go ahead and give Martinez a call and see what he's up to. Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Are you ready for the uh, next installment of Speed of Purpose? I am ready. That uh, first Speed of Purpose podcast was excellent, and I'm excited to try and do that again, man. Yeah, you know, we should really make this one clear for everyone and, you know, maybe even compelling. What do you think? (laughs) That's a great idea. (laughs) Shall I jump right in? Yeah, yeah, let's go. So speed of purpose, we talk about achieving 2.8 times productivity, almost tripling productivity through speed of purpose. Well, let me tell you, that's all built upon a clear and compelling purpose. Brian and I could tell you story after story of organizations we went to and worked with the team where they didn't know the mission statement, the values, the purpose, whatever that group was focused on, they didn't know it. They did not know it. And so to have speed of purpose become a reality, to achieve 2.8 times productivity, you've got to have a clear and compelling purpose that people want to devote their lives to, that people want to come to work every day and work hard and, and increase productivity and It it drives engagement and everything, and it's all built around having that clear and compelling purpose. So that's really uh, the starting point. So, Brian, what do you think of that? Oh, absolutely. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, You know, we should put a challenge out for leaders out there right now to ask their teams, what's the purpose? What's our purpose? Um, You know, just go around person by person, kind of like our index card exercise that we've talked about several times. Oh, it's a great tactic. That's yeah. A great yeah. It'd be interesting to hear if anyone really aligns with what you as the leader consider to be the purpose. Yeah. So, so playing off of that, what if your team, your organization, what if everyone knew the purpose? What if they knew it? What if they could talk about it? What if they could tell you what their role was in the purpose? What if they could share stories about it? What if they had pride? You know, just picture that in an organization and the difference in productivity versus another organization. And that's where speed of purpose comes from. 2.8 times productivity 
or greater is a reality, becomes a reality, when the purpose is known by all, when it's embraced by all. So it becomes their reason reason for being. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you, you know, if you think about it, down to the last person on the team, just imagine if they can really see how their role connects to the purpose. You know, I mean, we're talking yeah. every single role from the CEO to you know, salespeople to the marketing team, to the janitor, you know, any of those people that are, that are, you know, on your payroll, you know, do they see how they connect to the purpose? Yeah. So that's it. So you're, you're probably all out there wondering, okay, how do I create this clear and compelling purpose? So if you're taking notes, uh, here's, I'm going to give you some step-by-step, uh, examples of how to go after creating or coming up with a clear and compelling purpose. So we developed a storyboard that we believe if you simply step back and examine your organization, your team currently, you can actually find your purpose in what you're doing now. So let let me walk you through these steps. The first one is we are. So we, we had a group of leaders in an organization, complete the sentence, we are, and begin listing the things that the organization stands for, what their identity is. It was quite interesting because they started coming up with things that were significant, but they weren't using them. They weren't leveraging them. So by looking in the mirror and really defining who we are, you actually have a road to your clear and compelling purpose. It might already be there. It might be right in front of you. What do you think of that tactic, right? Yeah, just imagine you know the power of leveraging the whole team to define what this purpose is. You know, and by asking them, you know, we are dot 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 whatever that is. You know, if that's developed in conjunction with the whole team, not just a single person coming up with this. I think there's a lot of power there. Yeah, you could make it a group exercise, which would be incredible, because then when you come up with the purpose, the team would own it. They would have been, I was in the meeting where we developed that. You know, they could talk about it for years. Right. So, so we are, was the first, first step. The next one was we are best at, best at is the key uh, words there. So what this is about is defining your core competency. So there's a certain set of things or a single thing that your organization or team are already best at. What are we best at? That leads you to what your purpose is potentially. It might again be right in front of you. If you're already great at something, wow, what a starting point for defining your purpose. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine the pride around that. You know, the things that you're really best at it gives good cause for celebration, but it starts to tap into that emotional piece that is really key with doing this. Well, you know, you can replicate it because you're already yeah. best at it. Right. You're already best at it. So if that became your purpose, wow, it could grow exponentially. Um, the next piece of the storyboard is, is critical, and that is what your best people do. So 
If you can define the characteristics of your top performers, you have tremendous insight into what your purpose is. Think about this. Maybe they've already got it figured out. What if they're already there, but the organization is not? So step back from the organization, ask who the top performers are, take a look at them, and then talk to them. Find out what your best people are excelling in. And again, it may give you insight into what the purpose for the entire team or organization could become. Thoughts on that, Brian? Yeah, that's really a, a good vision of great, I think, for the rest of the team. You know, they, they recognize the people that are doing well, um, but to actually define those you know steps, those behaviors, I think is really key. It really gives everyone that vision of what great looks like. Yeah, it is vision of great. You know, in Gapology, we talk about it as the A-team. And great leaders connect with what the A-team is doing. They know what the A-team is doing. They know how the A-team A team is closing gaps. Once you're tightly connected with the A-team, the purpose of the organization may become quite clear. The next, these are all fantastic, by the way, Brian. Thank you. Uh, the next one is, what do our customers say? So when your customers compliment you, what do they say about you? So you might find a hidden nugget here where what the customers feel great about, if you're in a customer industry, what the customers feel great about is what your purpose is. And knowing that may change how you view the organization. It may give you insight into what the potential is. And again, depending on your organization, define who the customer is, what that looks like. Define the feedback. All we're talking about is what does the feedback about your team or organization say? And there it is. So in the reviews, in the feedback, might be the clear and compelling purpose. Back to you, Brian. Yeah, it, it really validates the actions that our team is taking. Um, you know, so often I think we just are working and we don't always see that end result, but defining what the customers are actually saying, you know, getting that feedback, I think that really helps people to get connected to the purpose because they actually see the result of their actions. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's excellent. There's two more here and these are big. The next one is something most organizations and teams don't look at. And that is what our competitors are best at. So whoever you compete against, shop them, spend time with them, call and talk to them, talk to their people, figure out what they're best at. Talk to their customers. What are they best at? That gives you incredible insight into the marketplace and what your purpose could be. Maybe you need a shift. What are they best at? It's an incredible comparison looking at yourself and seeing what you're best at. You need to know the difference between the two. Your clear and compelling purpose could be what the competitor's doing. You might be able to do it better than they do it, but you have to go after it. So let go of the pride. Find out what the competitors are best at. Know it. Figure it out. It's a big deal. Brian, thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I think it keeps things real. 
you know, you, you get kind of head down a lot of times in your own company, just working on your projects, the, the visions that you have. Um, but if you have a strong purpose and you start to look at what, uh, what your competitors are doing, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever they're doing, and you, I think you can learn from that. You can start to see, you know, performance gaps there. You can see, you know, the things that are the good opportunities for you to, um, you know, work off of, build off of. Um, but keeping the purpose in mind, I think, helps to really funnel those, you know, uh, observations, the things that you see. Yeah, no, that's excellent. All right, the last one to look at, and there's a lot of these because creating a clear and compelling purpose is a big deal. And you may want to combine all of these in order to find your clear and compelling purpose. I, I would tell you up front right here that most organizations have not yet defined their clear and compelling purpose. Those that have, have excelled. So the last one is our future and sort of fill in the blanks. So if you looked off into the future for the team or the organization, what would it look like? What are you thinking about for the future? So you may be able to define a clear and compelling purpose of the future that others don't have, that no one else has thought of. It may be right there. It may be what you're aspiring to. That may become the purpose. Imagine the energy you could create in the organization by tying the purpose to your future. It's, it's of great significance. Brian? Yeah, it's, it's aspirational. It gives people a kind of an end in mind, a, a vision for you know, what they're working hard for. Um, it, it gives them something to strive for. Um, so I, I love that. The, the, the future is what we're really striving for. You know, it's what we're working hard for. Yeah, it's, it's where we're going one way or the other. Yeah, for sure. So we might as well be great when we go there. Yep, and, and it needs to have meaning, you know. It's not, yeah, so it's not just a dollar sign. It's, it's you know, what is, what is the purpose behind it? Yeah, so two other tactics I want to give you. So Brian mentioned the purpose surveys. It's interesting if you survey your team and ask them what your purpose is, there may be somebody in the room that gets it. They may write down something. Again, picture an index card handed to everyone. Write down our purpose. There may be somebody in the room that writes down something that no one else writes down that truly defines the purpose. It's an interesting exercise. It's uh, an evaluation of leadership. It's humbling. You may not have written down on those cards what you expected. If everybody writes down the same thing, you probably have your purpose, but that doesn't happen in most organizations. But in either case, conducting a purpose survey without them knowing, without the team knowing that it's coming is an excellent exercise, primarily to get you prepared to help develop a clear and compelling purpose. It's humbling. It is humbling. The other tactic, though, that we know that works, and it works immediately, is to go spend time with the top performers in your team or organization and find out what they're already doing and find out what they think the purpose is. They may have already solved the puzzle. They may 
already have the purpose that the entire organization or team needs to have. They are likely ahead of the curve. It, we've seen this over and over again. We write about it in Speed of Purpose, where the top-performing team, although it may be a plane flight away, has already got it figured out. And if you simply then implement their purpose and then their tactics to achieve it, it explodes the organization. If you want to call us, we can give you examples of this. It's very real. So those two tactics, survey the team, sounds simple, no big deal. There might be a gem in there. And then to really examine top performers and what they're doing, what their customers feel. Go spend a week with them. Go find out. Get a feel for it. It's life-changing. So we've lived in this world over and over again. And we can assure you that the top performers are much more connected with the clear and compelling purpose of the organization than often the leaders are. Maybe humbling? That's okay. All that matters is what happens 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Can the clear and compelling purpose that you develop, that you come away with, be long-lasting? Brian, thoughts on that? And then I've got one other thing. Yeah, you know, when you started uh, talking there, I, I wrote down the word stay humble, and then you uh, revisited that. I think that's um, so key. You know, I asked the CEO what the purpose was. I asked him one time, and and it, it was really unclear. Um, it was, you know, dollars, you know, driving a profit for the company and those kinds of things. And sure, that's the that's the goal of, of the organization. But um, he really didn't know the purpose, and it was really hard, you know, to have that conversation. It was a tough conversation, and uh, going into those things with a humble spirit, I think, is really crucial for you to be open to hearing what you need to hear, learning what you need to hear. Um, I, that would be my advice with that for sure. Yeah. So humility is something that each of us would need to have as we develop the clear and compelling purpose of our organization. Arrogance would lead us in the wrong direction. Right, yep. And we may have the wrong purpose today, or we may have a purpose that the team really doesn't know, or, you know, a series of other possibilities. Humility is key. Yep. Humility is key. Let, let's, just, let's just go through some examples here of what we found in, in our research, and I can I can tell you, Brian and I benefited so much from our time spent in developing the background of speed of purpose and doing the measurements and all of that. And um, I'm going to give you th this is a big deal, so you may want to write some of this down as well. These are just some of the things that we found that you may want to know. So. We, we learned early on that Disney's purpose was create happiness and that they excelled at that and that it's been alive now for 70 years since they installed that and that it's very evident in the organization and they really work on that. But we wanted to give you some, some other examples. Um, we found a, a health insurance company that has a purpose of improving people's lives. Simple three-word purpose. 
improving people's lives that they use every day with everybody that comes to work for them, with every sale they make, with every you know new uh, policy that's signed, and it be, it's significant to them, and it's simple, and everyone can know it, and it works for them, and they're very successful. We found a transportation company that said that their purpose is helping the world keep promises. That's pretty clever. So when I ship a package, I want it to get there on time because it's important to the person on the other end and helping people keep promises, helping the world keep promises works. Okay, they're worldwide and I'm gonna use them. That makes sense. We found a team within an incredibly successful organization, a team within that organization that was outperforming the organization who had defined their purpose as making dreams come true. So they were selling master's degrees and helping people develop their careers. And that team defined their purpose as making dreams come true. Very um, significant. Likely that the entire organization needs to adopt that purpose. So has that organization looked at the top performing teams to find out what they're doing? Interesting. So that is a team leading the organization, which is already successful, forward. We found a dental company, dental services, with a simple purpose of healthy patients, happier patients. So they help their team connect with the simplicity of dental work helps people be healthy, and that makes them happier. And they're very successful. It works for them. And Brian and I run an organization where we help leaders achieve their ultimate potential. That's worked for us. And we have now helped thousands of leaders achieve their ultimate potential. And every day we get feedback on that and we feel very gratified by that. But we can't underestimate the speed of purpose, which has a foundation of a clear and compelling purpose. Brian, I'll let you close it out. Yeah, I love all that, Mark. Um, was, I think if people really listen to those, they're going to hear that that all those purpose statements were really clear and really compelling. You know, I think uh, simplicity is the key. Uh, you can't bog a purpose statement down in a lot of extra words that really that don't help deliver the message. You know, just to make it sound good. Uh, keep it super simple. Keep it memorable. Uh, your team has to be able to repeat it. They have to know it. Um, and then the other thing with compelling, you know, it certainly needs to tap into emotion. Um, it should move people to take action. Absolutely. But the other thing is it can't be, it can't be changeable. You know, it has to be something that you're committed to, um, with, with a a good purpose statement. It can't be a flavor of the month, you know, figure out the right thing, uh, commit to it. And, uh, you know, wrap it around all the elements of your organization. It, it can't be optional. 
Yeah, so the, the greatest organizations that we've worked with so far on this interview to the purpose. So when someone is joining the organization, when someone is being promoted, they are being interviewed to the purpose. Do they align with the purpose? Will they uphold the purpose? Do they believe in the purpose? You know, are they already there? They're not hiring people that aren't already there externally. They've got to be there already. It's got to be part of them. So that's yeah. a big deal. Yep. We, we, we learned so much. We just, we just can't tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're so proud of uh, Speed of Purpose. So th- thank you, Brian. That was great. Okay. Well, I think that was good, Mark. Um, do you have good plans uh, for the next week here? Yeah, just, you know, making it happen um, and uh, trying to drive Speed of Purpose to 2.8 times and beyond. <laughs> yep. It's a, it's a daily focus for sure. And I, I've been listening to Gapology on Audible. It is incredible. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I learn by listening to Gapology on Audible. Yeah, I, can't, I can't even tell you. It's so I, different than reading it. You know, hearing and it. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. We'll talk Bye. to you later. Okay. That'll wrap it up from here. Remember, if you'd like virtual training for your team on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, let us know. Send us an email to contact at gapology.org or visit our website for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.